Moshir, Moshir, what part of the world are you from right now? Right now I am in Jerusalem. You're in Jerusalem. All right, so what what is it that you're saying that is not being covered or could be covered by the media? What's going on over there? I'm talking about what the Israel occupation, the atrocities are going on on Gaza Strip. Since 18 days, they are bombard, bombarding the the civilian people killing children, killing kids, killing women without uh, any distinguish. And they are, you know, uh, bombard, bombarding also the, the hospitals. It's a lot of atrocities is going on here. And they are blaming Hamas. Hamas, it's the fiction or, or a faction which attack uh, Israel bases and they are saying that they attack civilian, okay, but it is that give you a right to kill more children and does that give you a right to kill civilian too? If you want to have equal, you know, morale, then you are doing the same what Hamas is doing. Are you getting me? Yeah, I understand what you mean. The only thing is, is that isn't, if I'm not understanding, maybe this is a Hamas thing or just in warfare in general, don't they hide weapons and things like that in public spaces or in homes and things like that? Is that is that their tactic? Isn't that what they do? You know, let me just be clear here. Even if they are hiding weapons, but I think they are hiding the weapons underground. But even if they hide weapons inside the hospitals and inside the houses, that doesn't give you a right to, to, to hit house and apartment full of children. And you have to try to find a way to, to get to them. And if you do the same what they are doing, then you are similar to them. You are, uh, there is no distinguish between, between you and between them. Keeping in mind that Israel is occupied forces since, I don't want to say 1948, since 1967. And all these Western countries, they call our places, which is occupied territories. And on internet, on Google, find, you will find it occupied territories. So it's been declared it's occupied territories. Why the Western countries like United States, like Canada, like the UK is still closing their eyes about that occupation, why they don't want in that occupation. And to make it easy, if there was no occupation, Hamas wouldn't be there, period. So if this war hasn't, didn't just start though, right? Like this has been going on for so long. So in terms of them uh, hiding weapons in in people's homes and hospitals it's it's been going on for a long time 
what would it be what would be another alternative to that? Like how would they be able to infiltrate it if they hide it in such delicate areas? And that just says more about Hamas that they're using children and women as shields, you know, for that. You know, I am I'm not a specialist in, in, in this side, but I think they are very educated and they are very equipped army and they are as they are saying they are very well trained but what i see is just they are using air force and hitting target on the ground and i think the best way is if you have courage go fight on the ground don't shoot from up indiscriminate indiscriminately go fight on the ground what they are doing, they are just putting their soldiers on fence and they are not daring to go inside uh, that territory because they are afraid. So they, that's why they are shooting from up from the sky, uh, buildings, and they don't know what inside those buildings. I have seen many wars in my life on TV. I, okay, I, I, I see the soldiers, how they go. They will use the Air Force for a little bit then they will go on the ground. But what I see, it's cowardness and they don't want to go inside and they try to to delay that attack, you know, pretexting they are caring or I don't know what they are pretexting, but from my perspective, I think they, they didn't have the courage to go in. That's it. <clears throat> you mean Israel? They didn't have the courage to go in? Is that what you mean? Yes, yes, they don't have courage to go in. Why? Till, till 18 days, they're still using F-16 and attacking hospitals and apartments and, and houses, indiscriminately killing children, women. Well, see, all right. So, you know, you know, this you is know, the problem because I, I don't want it to get in, I don't want it to get into a heated, you know, back and forth because I'm just going to be saying that 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 was done by them as well. Wasn't there a bunch of, weren't they launching rockets repeatedly to Israel? Or am I, or am I, or is that the opposite? Sorry? <clears throat> Where is the, so I'm not uh, too keen on a lot of things. Where is the Iron Dome at? That's where you're at, right? It's you know, Iron Dome, it's in, in the heart of Israel. Okay, so all the rockets that were launched to them, who was doing that? Hamas is doing that. Okay. Defending themselves. Okay. But that, that was as, always as, as, been, that was, but they've always been in war with Israel, no? Okay, all Palestine is, war, is in, in war with, with Israel. If, you, <laughs> if someone occupied your country, are you going to stand idly and doing nothing? You will definitely, even if you speak, you will fight them by speak, by all means, you know? That's the right if each one, for each one, he has right to defend his territory, to defend his country. Israel is occupation by international law, not, not me. They are occupied, occupied forces. Right. <clears throat> 
Yeah, I just no. I understand what you're saying, and, and believe me, I I agree with you that so, you killing. Know, you know, you know, Ralph, Ralph. I, I am not here to talk about what's going on. You know, it's 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 a long uh, long history, and mm-hmm. uh, it's occupation, and we are the only country in the world which is living under occupation. Uh, the world think that the, the life start on seventh of October, but we were suffering since 1948 with this brutal occupation, segregation, racial discrimination, confiscation, appropriation, contestalization, all kind of Asian against unarmed people, against civilian people, okay? So I don't want to get to these things, but what I want now, right now, to try to find way to stop this bombardment against the civilian people. So we have to try, I don't know if someone have any idea or someone have any solution for this, but well, the only thing I can think of is your the own, the very own people there is to go against Hamas, right? Because that's the only one that is the driving force of of the violence. You know, why, that, why that's from my why, understanding. Why we don't go against occupation and give Palestinians their state and end this situation by two state solution? Why we don't give sovereignty for Palestinians, which they are fighting for? So you I'm trying to find. No, I understand life. what you're saying. I'm trying to find this clip that I have because apparently this is this has been done before. Like they've been offered, you know, their own their own property, long time ago. Like at least several times, and each time it was denied. So if they don't want to do that. Then what is what else can someone do? If I'm trying to find a clip and I'll play it, but I mean that's from my understanding. I don't know if that's if I'm correct. What what do you mean by offering? What what did they offer for us, the country or the state? I believe so. Let me see if I can no, find. No, no, no. They never offer us any kind of a state. Last time, the deal of century is talking about. Uh, you know, it's talking about they will control us. They will put us under their uh, observation. And we will live like a, we will govern ourselves only. That's what they are looking for. So there is no sovereignty. You will not have control for on borders. And they will control everything. And this means colonization again. Arbitration. Occupation. That doesn't in the occupation. So they never offer us any state. We are living under occupation. You will not you will not imagine yesterday stop online for two hours because I'm Palestinians. They inspect each car. Each car. They inspect each car for Palestinians people. Because oh, you know, there is a road, it's specifically for Palestinians and there is a road for Israelis. So on the road which Israelis use, there is no checkpoints. But what they did lately, they they put checkpoints on Palestinians' roads and they are frustrating people. That's what they want. So yesterday I have been waiting online, on lane or online, okay, for two hours mm. to to get my turn. So they inspect me, inspect my car. And they try to provoke me, but you know, I, 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 I kept myself because I know what they want. They want to provoke you to do some things, then they will have the right to shoot you. That's what they are doing. 
Mm-hmm. So that's in, in the West Bank, not in Gaza Strip. So they are, you know, reflecting what's happened to them on civilian people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, I understand. So I'm going to play this clip, let, let it finish to the end, and then so you can give me an understanding on the accuracy or, or my understanding of this, all right? Go ahead, please. Sorry, it usually takes a while for it to render. <clears throat> but uh, for anybody that has any questions for Moshir in the chat, let him know. And hopefully, please, he'll, guys, if he'll anyone has any question, please, I'm, I'm happy to answer. But really, guys, Palestinian people are dying in Gaza because of this brutal occupation, which they are doing is barbarism. I think. I don't know. I don't know why the, the the Western countries are supporting this barbarism, and this atrocities. I don't know why. It's homicide, genocide, whatever you want to call it, call it. Okay, I don't, I don't say that what Hamas did is, is correct. No, I'm against killing civilian. Okay, I'm against kidnapping civilian. I'm against what they did. But you have, you know, you can't do this reaction and start to killing everyone, and that is, I think, more equivalent, moral equivalent, with you and Hamas. I mean, Israel and Hamas. If you do the same what Hamas did, so you are in the same page. Oh, sorry, on the same page. Hmm. All right, let me see if, if it comes through. Hold on. Why isn't this playing? Oh. They gain nothing. Uh, they gain nothing. If Israel just allowed the Palestinians to have a state of their own, there would be peace in the Middle East, right? That's what you hear from UN ambassadors, European diplomats, and most college professors. But what if I told you that Israel has already offered the Palestinians a state of their own, and not just once, but on five separate occasions? Don't believe me? Let's review the record. After the breakup of the Ottoman Empire following World War I, Britain took control of most of the Middle East, including the area that constitutes modern Israel. Seventeen years later, In 1936, the Arabs rebelled against the British and against their Jewish neighbors. The British formed a task force, the Peel Commission, to study the cause of the rebellion. The commission concluded that the reason for the violence was that two peoples, Jews and Arabs, wanted to govern the same land. The answer, the Peel Commission concluded, would be to create two independent states, one for the Jews and one for the Arabs a two-state solution. The suggested split was heavily in favor of the Arabs. The British offered them 80% of the disputed territory, the Jews the remaining 20%. Yet, despite the tiny size of their proposed state, the Jews voted to accept this offer. But the Arabs rejected it and resumed their violent rebellion. Rejection number one. Ten years later, in 1947, The British asked the United Nations to find a new solution to the continuing tensions. Like the Peel Commission, the UN decided that the best way to resolve the conflict was to divide the land. In November 1947, the UN voted to create two states. Again, the Jews accepted the offer, and again, the Arabs rejected it. 
Only this time, they did so by launching an all-out war. Rejection number two. Jordan, Egypt, Iraq, Lebanon, and Syria joined the conflict. But they failed. Israel won the war and got on with the business of building a new nation. Most of the land set aside by the UN for an Arab state, the West Bank and East Jerusalem, became occupied territory. Occupied not by Israel, but by Jordan. Twenty years later, in 1967, the Arabs, led this time by Egypt and joined by Syria and Jordan, once again sought to destroy the Jewish state. The 1967 conflict, known as the Six-Day War, ended in a stunning victory for Israel. Jerusalem and the West Bank, as well as the area known as the Gaza Strip, fell into Israel's hands. The government split over what to do with this new territory. Half wanted to return the West Bank to Jordan and Gaza to Egypt in exchange for peace. The other half wanted to give it to the region's Arabs, who had begun referring to themselves as the Palestinians in the hope that they would ultimately build their own state there. Neither initiative got very far. A few months later, the Arab League met in Sudan and issued its infamous three no's. No peace with Israel, no recognition of Israel, no negotiations with Israel. Again, a two-state solution was dismissed by the Arabs, making this rejection number three. In 2000, Israeli Prime Minister Ehud Barak met at Camp David with Palestinian Liberation Organization Chairman Yasser Arafat to conclude a new two-state plan. Barak offered Arafat a Palestinian state in all of Gaza and 94% of the West Bank, with East Jerusalem as its capital. But the Palestinian leader rejected the offer. In the words of U.S. President Bill Clinton, Arafat was here 14 days and said no to everything. Instead, the Palestinians launched a bloody wave of suicide bombings that killed over 1,000 Israelis and maimed thousands more on buses, in wedding halls, and in pizza parlors. Rejection number four. In 2008, Israel tried yet again. Prime Minister Ehud Olmert went even further than Ehud Barak had, expanding the peace offer to include additional land to sweeten the deal. Like his predecessor, the new Palestinian leader, Mahmoud Abbas, turned the deal down. Rejection number five. In between these last two Israeli offers, Israel unilaterally left Gaza giving the Palestinians complete control there. Instead of developing this territory for the good of its citizens, the Palestinians turned Gaza into a terrorist base from which they have fired thousands of rockets into Israel. Each time Israel has agreed to a Palestinian state, the Palestinians have rejected the offer, often violently. So if you're interested in peace in the Middle East, Maybe the answer is not to pressure Israel to make yet another offer of a state to the Palestinians. Maybe the answer is to pressure the Palestinians to finally accept the existence of a Jewish state. All right. So that is the clip I have. I have no bias towards this because I'm not from there. But what can you tell me about those different offers given? What other solution is there besides that? And you're muted, Moshira. I hope you're... Are you with us, Moshira? I think you're muted. 
This is just a, give me, give me some Sure, no problem. So this is, I don't want it to be, a, a war is bad no matter who's involved, right? It's always the innocent people that get involved. But in terms of going back to something that has been tried several times and not working, there needs to be a different approach. So... There needs to be a little more innovation in ways to to stop this type of conflict. But apparently, neither, at least this could be a biased video. And people in Palestine, they just don't want to hear nothing about Israel. Or the, maybe not the people, but the ones that are controlling it, you know? They don't want nothing to do with Israel. They want nothing to do with Jews. And they want to completely remove them from their part of the world. Then that needs to be said, you know. Now, if there wants to be some cohabitation, then there needs to be proof of that and not consistently bomb Israel or vice versa. Right, but I, as as being here in the United States, I think there is a disconnect on what's going on abroad, obviously, but only because I feel we have our own problems, not necessarily the same problems as somebody else does, but problems nonetheless. We may not have to worry about, will this visit to the store be my last visit because somebody decided to blow it up or blow themselves up? You know, it is the day that I have to have a traffic stop be the last time that I go home or go to work because I get provoked to the point where I might say something wrong and get shot at. I think the people that live there need to find a way to fight back because who wants to live in that constant fight or flight? You know? And I think people in that area, I know it might be difficult, but, <clears throat> you know... Organizations and people organizations rise up all the time. It's not like they never have done it before. People can get together. People can talk, you know, in the shadows and do something for their own country. I'm sure there's a lot of people that just want to live their life and go to work, take care of their children, live decent lives. They don't want to have to worry about putting a bomb together or taking a part of a, a pistol before breakfast, you know? But that's a different life over there compared to here in the United States. Here we worry about nonsensical things, like how to, how to address each other or whether an election was true or not. 
But over there, there's real issues. But there needs to be talk amongst the people there to fight against the people that are taking over because I'm sure they're the ones that are making the decisions, not the people. <clears throat> Monsieur, are you with us? Yes, Rolf, I am with you. Sorry, I was just doing something here in my home. So no problem. I heard what the five states which you just mentioned in your clip, okay. which you just played. I can get to you one by one. Okay. Sure. It's, it's incorrect. Okay. Uh, they are the one who don't want peace. And I will start with you from the fifth point, which said they withdraw from Gaza. Okay. 2006. You know why they withdraw from Gaza? Mm -hmm. They didn't withdraw for, uh, uh, for peace. They showed that, and this is from my perspective, mm -hmm. they can't use the air force and, and they can't check their F-16 and their MiG or I don't know which aircraft they has until they, uh, you know, pull all the settlements from the Gaza Strip. Mm -hmm. So if we can follow the news, they didn't, you know, before pre-2008, they couldn't use the Air Force freely. And since 2008, after they pulled all their set settlers from that area, now they have space so they can attack Gaza Strip by Air Force as freely so they can disturb their people. They can do, they can do nothing for their people and they pull back a, a, a little bit. This is more from my perspective. And it was unilaterally. It wasn't with agreement with Palestinians authority. This is the first. And by the way, if you want to, as they won't say that they pull, uh, they pull and give Gaza. Gaza, it's 360 square kilometers. Okay. It's not state. It's part of Palestinian state, which is a, a part of a, the resolution 242, which is Israel should end their occupation to West Bank and Gaza Strip and Golan, uh, Golan Heights, it's, it's belonged to Syria, it's not for us. So West Bank and Gaza, it's both together Palestine, Palestinian state with East Jerusalem as the capital for Palestinian. So if they are really want peace, why they didn't pull all together, not just only from Gaza, but from Gaza, they pull because they want to have free or conduct their, their air operation. That's it. So they can check their weapons. They can use the F-16 freely. They can use what they want against what they are doing now. It's the checking of the weapons. They are using FIS-4 white or white FIS-4. I don't know what, what they call it. They use all kinds of rockets against civilian people. So imagine that that time, if there was settlers around these people, they will not, they will not, you know, they will not be able to use the, the those uh, aircraft. So this is the first one. For 1948 and 47, in the beginning, when you say that Palestine was there under Ottoman Empire, and after the Second World War, UK or uh, England, or what we call it that time, uh, the colonization of England, mm -hmm. or what we, what, we, what we used to call UK that time, I forgot, 47, 46, 47. I don't know, man. I, <laughs> okay, okay. You're asking me. Go ahead. 
UK was okay. It was imperial. I don't know. Imperial, if no, 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 not imperial. It was the you know UK at that time okay. after the Second World War. Mm-hmm. So nineteen forty-six. If you if you read the book of Sixth Division, uh, Airborne, Britain, Britain. It was Britain, full Britain. They they were there, and they can tell you how was. Uh, bad for both like Arab and Israelis or, or Jews. It wasn't Israel at that time. It was Arabs and Jews on that area. And, you know, 40, 1947, I don't want to, long, long story short, okay? I, I will keep it more short. Sure. Uh, when they withdraw, when they withdraw from that territory mm-hmm. and United Nations resolution was 181, two states, one for Arabs, one for Jews with Listen to me, with Jerusalem is separated body. What means separated body is under international community or international body. You mean now? So, sorry? You mean now? No, 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 1947. Okay. When United Nations decided that Israel, it wasn't Israel, make two states, one for Arabs, one for Jews. Okay. Okay? Uh-huh. It was an international body. This, mm-hmm. Yes, 50, okay. 50% or more than 50% for Israelis and 45% for Palestinians. And Jerusalem is, is called separated body. Jerusalem is under international body, like United Nations or something like organization will uh, guide and control Jerusalem. Right. So what, what they did, 1948, they occupied, okay, immediately the space which been like written for them in 181 resolution. Also Jerusalem, they occupied Jerusalem, west part of Jerusalem. I don't want to, you know, mislead people here. West part of Jerusalem. So Arabs were frustrated and attacks Israel for what they did because they control more area. They control more land from which being uh, designated for them by United Nations resolution, okay? Can you hear me? Yes, yes, okay. So they were, uh, they wanted, they they weren't happy with the amount of pie they got, okay? Like the piece of the pie. Okay, okay, okay. So, So what's happened is 1967, Israel attacked again and and occupied most of territories of Palestine. So now complete Palestine since 1967, I don't want to go back more. Since 1967 is under occupation of Israel forces, including east part of Jerusalem. So they are violating international law from 1967. And there is many, many resolutions being uh, took by Security Council of United Nations regard Jerusalem and you can check by yourself on internet resolution 251 resolution 252 which regard Jerusalem and there is many many resolutions have been taken by Security Council most of them okay asking Israel to withdraw from territories which they occupied since 1967 so since 1967 until today Almost 50, 
for four years and still occupying oppressing people and call them to keep quiet, don't do, do nothing. We will, what, what they want, tell me, Israel, what they want. They want to keep controlling us. They want to keep frustrating us. I don't, I don't want, I don't, I don't know exactly what they want. I don't, I don't know exactly what they want, but for me as a person, I'm talking on behalf of myself and on behalf of most of my people, we want to live in peace. We want to live side by side. If you don't want give us the state and separated state, okay, leave us alone. Don't control us. What you are doing is when you, you know, control people, that definitely we will have reaction. So don't blame me because you are trying to, like, for example, I said to you yesterday, they put me for two hours just waiting in, on the checkpoint for nothing, just frustrating me. Why? So when you put a pressure, a pressure, pressure on people, that, that explosion will happen. So don't blame the victim. We have to look to the, to the causes rather than symptoms. Right. What is the reason for all what's going on? It's because of the occupation itself. End the occupation. It's the only solution. We should end that occupation. If they don't want end the occupation, give Palestinians equal rights. Here, there is no equal rights. Believe me. Here is no equal rights. There is apartheid wall behind my, behind my, behind my house. Mm -hmm. There is apartheid wall 10 meters high. If there is video, I will show it to you, but there is no video here mm -hmm. to, to open camera. If there is camera, I will open it to you and they will show you that apartheid wall 10 meters high. Behind, only behind, behind my house, away from my house, just 10 meters. Mm -hmm. And that's forbidden me to go to heart of Jerusalem, to the old city. Mm -hmm. And that wall, that wall was built 2004. Pre-2004, I used to go freely to my old city, but now I can't go there because of apartheid wall. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Not only apartheid wall, there is, as I said to you, there is a checkpoint in all roads of Palestinian peoples. There is, okay, there is, you know, as, as they are dealing with us as, as animals, they put signs front of each village of Palestinians written on that sign. It's very dangerous when Israeli don't come here. You see how the government is playing the game to, to make, you know, to make a distance between people mm -hmm. and human beings and try to frustrating people. That's, this is the, 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 the way of their government. I don't know what they are playing, but really, really, I'm asking them that question. Mm -hmm. What you want to achieve at the end? Tell me what you want. Till 1967, you are keeping people under occupation. What you want from them? If you don't want to give them their state, give them their equal rights as your Israeli citizen. So they can use their airports. They can use, they can use the, the, the seaport. We can't mm. use even the airport. We are not allowed to use the airport. We, we as a Palestinians, if I want to travel for you, uh, if I want to travel to Canada, for example, I have to go to the cross border. I have to uh, enlist the <laughs> crossing by 15 minutes. It takes me just five hours mm -hmm. because they delaying you, they're frustrating you on borders. And then you will go to Jordan to travel from Jordan by air mm -hmm. to Canada. So, but an Israeli citizen, he can go to Bengarian airport and become his ticket and fly from there. So you see, it's, 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 
it's racial discrimination, mm -hmm. it's segregation, and by the way, confiscation for the land, uh, building settlements everywhere, destroying the solution of two-state solution because they are building settlement inside the West Bank, which is, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the core of Palestinians state. So it's, they are killing the two-state solution. I think from my perspective, they are killing the two-state solution. Yeah. So if you want to kill two-state solution, as the Palestinians, I'm telling you, give me equal rights. And no problem, I will live with you, but give me equal rights. Don't uh, treat, you know, look, don't put me in inferior way. Right. In, 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 on, in, sorry, in inferior position. Right. And treat me like not as, an, I, as I am not a human being. I am a human being. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't know these lies, which you, they just say, uh, and the video which you just put it now, the five solutions, no, don't listen to this propaganda. They never, and if you look to the history, they, they refused many, many offers for them. Mm -hmm. Many offers. Okay. I, you know, I, I didn't do my homework today, but I can't no, do it. No, it's fine. You I can't expect, you can't, you can't, no, you. To ask people, I just entered to ask people how we can stop this atrocity yeah. against civilian people, which is just like now, you know, 5,200 people were killed since 7th of October this year, mm -hmm. 5,200 by this bombardment indiscriminately yeah. against civilian people. So let me ask Both you this. It, the only, no, I understand what you're saying. So do you, are, are you familiar with the phrase uh, grassroots, like a grassroots movement? Do you know what I mean when I say that? It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not grassroots. They call it uh, uh, mow the law. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, is, is there a movement in Palestine where there's people talking about it in Palestine or trying to, instead of letting, you know, the ruling people handle all this, like have a movement of the actual citizens talking about this? Like, is there, is there a face to that kind of movement? Is there somebody that you know of that maybe is in, on media, like on television or radio that are, talking against this whole, just the conflict in general, not the elimination of Israel or Jews or all that, but just the conflict in general where there could be somewhat peace or at least equality, like you say, for Palestinians. Because I am familiar of like, there's always going to be propaganda on every side. I'm trying not to pick a side or anything like that. I'm just playing clips from, because I'm not a very, yes, yes. I don't know history. I hear, I hear that, so. I hear, I hear that. And uh, mm -hmm. Sean, we are not going anywhere. We are living here. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, I'm just responding though to Ted Sean. He say, why you are living there? It's our country. We are not going anywhere. We will live here. That's it. And it's not one. So can you explain can, to me, can, can you explain to me the phrase? What is that phrase that I keep hearing people use? Where they say, ah, uh, oh man, I forgot it. Where there is, when they were trying to eliminate, or they're using to remove people from Israel in that area from the sea no, to the no one from the no, sea to no, the I, something. I, I am, I am, from sea to the river. Yeah, to the, the sea to the river. Can you explain that no, phrase no, to me? No, 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 no. Oh, you don't want, you don't no, want to. Why not? From, from the river to the sea, that means no Israeli people. Okay, 
So th- th- is that a thing amongst citizens or is that just no, no, religious no, I am one of these propaganda? I am one, I am one of those citizens. I am one of those citizens, okay? Well, this is not, well, a, this not, is, no, hold on, Monsieur. This is not, this is not like a personal attack against you. I'm just I like know. an everyday person trying to get to the bottom of this. I'm trying to eliminate the noise that social media and, and like you say, propaganda puts in our way. So I'm just trying to get to the bottom of these things with you. So don't don't take anything like an offense. No, I'm, I'm not, not taking that okay. personally. Okay, yeah. I'm not taking anything personally. Poor. But uh, listen, I'm just talking. I will respond to to Ted Schoen. He say, it's your country now. Okay, it's where I live. Mm-hmm. And I would keep living here. And it's our country. And they're not going anywhere. <clears throat> That's it. So uh, okay. for, for you, sir, for your question, you know, from river to the sea, mm-hmm. It's a, I'm against this, most of my people against this and Palestinians liberation organization, which is representative for Palestinians people, mm-hmm. they didn't say that they are against that. And they say, we will give, they will, we will have our own state and Israelis will have their own state. Mm-hmm. So we are already recognized Israel as a state, but they didn't recognize us as a state. So we are against uh, that chant. I am not with that chant. I want to live side by side. Mm-hmm. And if they don't want to live with us, they can have their freely right to leave us alone and let us live alone. And that, but till the time, mm-hmm. your soldiers on the ground and your soldiers' foot on the ground, frustrating people, killing people, entering the houses of people every night. I'm talking a pre, pre-7th October, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, going to the houses, uh, inspection, inspecting the houses, uh, searching for, for, is this, for, is for, this United for States soldiers? Stones. No, 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 why? <laughs> no, I, I, I thought United you said States. your, your soldiers, uh, you were cutting out a little bit. I don't know if you meant United States no, no, soldiers. I'm, I'm talking about, no, 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 oh. I'm talking about them. I'm talking oh, okay, about I got you. Okay, I got you. Uh-huh. So I'm not talking about United States. Come on. Yeah. No, no, no. I, 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 that's why I was asking, because I, I, you were cutting off, so I didn't know if that's what you said. Okay. So can you explain uh, to me what what would equal rights look like to you? Equal what? rights, equal rights, like like there is no checkpoint okay. in front of my village. Mm-hmm. As as Israelis, uh, they are they have no checkpoints. Mm-hmm. I will go to my my old city without uh, uh, going through inspection. I will not ask for permission to go to my city. Mm-hmm. There is, will be no apartheid wall, which is divided the Jerusalem city and divided all the area. Mm-hmm. Okay, I will be free to use any road I want because mm-hmm. there is a specific roads only for Israelis I can't use. Mm-hmm. I can use the airport to fly from. Uh, also, I can use the seaport. I can go to the sea. I can't go to sea, you know. I can't go to the, to the sea. You can't go to the beach? In my country because it's, oh, it's only for the Israelis. I can't go to beach. You can't go to the beach. Can't Israeli. get a tan. Man, that sucks, bro. I can't, I can't do all these things. Because can't have a picnic? Not allowing me to go. To the to the Mediterranean Sea to see my sea, mm. so it's 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 there is a big you know divide. Let's say, not not divide. It's racial discrimination. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. It's racial discrimination. I if I, I and I you know, uh, Ted Schoen and anyone he is here, listening mm. to us. I invite you. I invite you. You will be my guest for one one week. You don't have to pay anything. You come, and see by your own eyes by your own, by your eyes, okay? And then judge. Mm-hmm. Then judge for yourself. 
I will accept whatever you will say. Come and visit me and you will be my guest for one week. You will have my complete, you know, hospitality, you know, everything. I mean, I mean, you will be my guest. Mm-hmm. Come for one week, judge for yourself. And I will accept whatever you will say. It's an easy way I will put it to you. Thank you will see. I will see. You will see by your by your own eyes. It's correct by your own eyes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. It's. Uh, it's. Uh, I'm sure it's very difficult for you, man. Not only for just you, but people. You know, the people of Palestine. It sucks. Wait, wait. May may I to respond to Saki? Yeah. Just uh, what did he say? Just just so the people he that are listening. Probably not. He say probably no checkpoints for Jews because they don't use suicide vest. Okay, listen to me. I live in a village, and there is no Israelis are living next to me. Okay, so why why they are putting why they are putting this? Me why, either. Why they are, that's what I say. My my son. <laughs> no, so why why why? why they are putting that checkpoint in front of my village to inspect me if I have explosion to go to to destroy my people? Come on. Come on, you don't... You know, I know you are not against me. I, I know you are not against me, but I, I invite you to come to visit my house and sit one week and you will see by yourself and then judge. I don't... You know, don't listen to the propaganda. That... that the Israelis government have very nice uh, uh, social media and they have, you know, they know how to play social media better than us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... <clears throat> and then wait, wait, wait. Wait, there's one word. If, if there is someone did something bad, that doesn't give you right to, to do collective punishment for everyone. Like what they are doing, it's collective punishment. Apartheid wall is collective punishment. What they are doing on Gaza Strip is collective punishment, which which is against international humanitarian law. 103 resolution say that collective punishment is prohibited. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I get that, man. It's, uh, it sucks. It, it just, the, the, the sucky part is, is that if you was to get rid of whatever organization that does these horrific things, just another one is going to pop in its place. It's a uh, it's a sucky world that we live in, you know. But <clears throat> I'm gonna I want to thank you, Mashir, for for enlightening us on your situation. And I hope you you know you take into account. And if you have any more things to add on another day, you're more than welcome to. Thank you, Rob, for uh, this opportunity. Yeah. But believe me, guys, believe me. Really, we are human beings. We want to live. We love life. We want peace. But what is Israel occupation are doing now and before against Palestinians people are only just, you know, igniting the fire and it will just uh, uh, give right. You know, I don't want to, to make it more uh, wide, but that will not stop the violence. What they are doing I think, you know, it's it's violence, and violence will lead to violence. That's, that's it. That's true. Yes, you're right, Monsieur. You're right.
Hopefully, uh, everybody needs to hang out together and have some milk or something. Milk and cookies. And, and just uh, get rid of all this stuff. I don't know. So he, you, you see, who, he wrote that stop sleeping with the enemy if you're oppressed. You like their water and electricity. So what do you want me to do, Tichon? What do you want me to do? Imagine, put yourself in my shoes and tell me what you're going to do if someone come to take your house. That's it. Is tell it, what is you, it what legal to have... Do. Are you going to leave? Is it legal to have weapons over there for citizens? No, we don't. But they, they say spread weapons for all the citizens. Illegally? No, no. I, I, they give, they give uh, their citizens, all their citizens weapons. But we don't have, as a Palestinian citizens, we don't have uh, weapons. But so Israeli's government, I saw yesterday on TV that the Minister of Interior, they start, he start to give all citizens of Israeli weapons so they can defend themselves as the Palestinians, they don't mm. have right to defend themselves. Just like they did in Ukraine. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Okay. Well, that's, that's, well, I mean, I'm sure people can do a lot of things with other, I'm sure, sure, sure people can be creative with making weapons. But, Mm. All right, I'm going to play uh, this one last clip, Moshir. And, uh, Thank you, Rolf. Yeah. I, 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 am, I really, really uh, appreciate that uh, opportunity which you gave to me. Thank you very much. No, thank you very much, Moshir, for giving us your point of view. I, I always try to give everybody, like I said, the opportunity to air out whatever they need to say, you know, and everybody uh, decides. Uh, mm-hmm. And to show if I have opportunity to talk to you one by one, sorry, one on one. If I have, uh, yes, if you can, if you have time, so you can speak. And if you don't have time, so we can go to another, in yeah. the other day. So I don't like people just to talk on chat because I'm not concentrating with them. Mm-hmm. If you can come up and speak. We'll, we'll save that for another. Another part. I'm yes, just yes, gonna... for, yes another, another part. Thank yeah. you, Rolf. Thank yeah. you very Thank much. You, Thank I you, Monsieur. I appreciate it. All right. So I'm just going to uh, play this last clip, Monsieur. And if you want to say something about it in the chat, you can. This might be a, a reiteration of what I played, but this is somebody's uh, perspective on, on, on the map. So I don't know if it, maybe it would be good if I was able to play the visual. But maybe they give enough context to explain. To make a video responded to people using this map to try to paint Israelis as the bad guy. This video says Palestine in 1947 and now Matt tells everything. No, it actually doesn't. And look, I get it. You just take a look at this map, you would be like, oh my God, the Israelis have just been taking all the Palestinian land. And yeah, if you're a total idiot who's just ignorant of all history, I can see why you would think that. So let's have a little history lesson so y'all can actually understand what you're looking at here. Because losing land like this doesn't just happen in a vacuum. No, there's a specific reason for each and every one of these fucking changes. And surprise, surprise, every fucking time is the Palestinians' fault. And look, just a warning here. We're about to do some learning. I'm about to give you some facts. So liberals, since I know you're not very big on those, you may want to leave before you actually fucking learn something. All right, let's take a look at the first map you see, which is labeled as 1947. 
Now, the first lie it shows you on this map is it calls it Palestine. It wasn't called that. There has never been a nation in this area known as Palestine. This was simply the area owned by the British that was given to the Arab people. And these little white areas over here, yeah, those are tiny Jewish settlements. Back in 1936, all of this was owned by the British. And it had a mixture of mostly Arab with a tiny bit of Jewish. And in 1936, the Arabs revolted against the British and tried to murder all these Jews. So in response, the British formed what is known as the Peel Commission. The Peel Commission decided that the only way to have peace was to give each people their nation. So an Arab state and a Jewish state. And the funny thing is, the way they divided it up is a map that's left off this for some reason. So this was how they chose to divide up the land. The Arabs got all the orange here and the Jews got this little bit of blue. Like at this point in history, the Peel Commission had determined that the Arabs got more than 80% of the land. That's pretty fucking fair. But the Arabs didn't think so. Because while the Jews completely accepted this division, the Arabs revolted yet again and went back to trying to kill every Jew. And we continued on like that for about another 10 years. In 1947, the British brought in the United Nations. And surprise, surprise, UN decided that the only way to end the violence was a two-state solution. So in November of 1947, this is how the UN divided up the land. The Arabs had got to keep all the land that they had said was important to them, and the Israelis got mostly useless, undeveloped desert. I know it looks like the Israelis got more land here, but at this time in history, most of this was just undeveloped sand. The Arabs basically kept every fucking city, every developed piece of farmland, every agricultural point and water source, and nearly every holy site. It's a pretty good fucking deal, right? Now, just like back in 1936, the Jews accepted the proposal and the Arabs decided to wage war. But this time, it wasn't just the Arabs in the local area launching the attack. No, instead, it was all these Arabs, plus Egypt, Lebanon, Jordan, Iraq, and Syria. All of the Arab nations surrounding this tiny little Jewish settlement waged war on them. But insanely enough, with all those nations against it, Israel won. And here's the best part. Even though they had defeated all of these nations bent on their annihilation, they didn't take a single inch of land from them. No, they just carried on trying to build a nation in the land they were given. Now, what they did do was occupy some land of the people in their country who had just tried to murder them. That's how we get to the third map. Now, at this point, this area of land here was actually controlled by Jordan, which you can't tell, but is actually this country here that's in the gray. Now, in 1967, the Arabs decided to try the Israelis again. This time, it was Egypt, Jordan, and Syria versus Israel. Their stated goal at that time was the complete and total annihilation of the Jewish state. They vowed to drive them into the sea. This conflict would come to be known as the Six-Day War. And wouldn't you know it, the Israelis beat that ass. Now, at this point, the Israeli government was actually completely divided on what they wanted to do with the land they acquired. Half the government wanted to return the West Bank to Jordan and Gaza to Egypt in exchange for peace. And the other half wanted to give it to the Arabs who had originally been in the region and were now calling themselves Palestinians, with the ultimate goal to have them build their own country and have peace. Yeah, I want you to think about that for a second. The Israelis had just defended themselves for the second time against multiple countries bent on their annihilation. And none of their thoughts were about keeping the land for themselves. They were simply trying to decide who they could give it to that would bring the most peace. 
And you know what? The Arab League didn't even wait for them to make that decision because in 1967, the Arab League issued their famous three no's. Those were no peace with Israel, no recognition of Israel, and lastly, no negotiations with Israel. So the Israelis had every right to keep everything because they had defeated them in war and they never even considered it. He then spent about the next 30 years where the Arabs suicide bombed the Jews, trying to kill as many of them as humanly possible. Throughout that time, the Palestinian Liberation Organization, the PLO, yeah, they just said no to everything Israel offered. But then in 2008, the Israelis offered even more. Israel offered all of Gaza, 98% of the West Bank, and even included additional farmland that Israel had already set up. The current leader at that time, Mahmoud Abbas, he said no. Now, even without any agreement on the table, in 2005, the Israelis left Gaza and gave it to the Palestinians. And instead of developing this little chunk of land that could have been an amazing port, no, they just turned it into a terrorist base camp. Following year, they elected Hamas to be their ruling party. They spent every single bit of their nearly $2 billion a year in international aid on weapons. And since that time, this little strip of land has launched more than 4,700 rockets into Israel, killing thousands. So what the f did you expect Israel to do? Just keep dying by rockets from land they gave away? Just keep accepting that the people who lived next to them were trying to murder them? Israel has tried repeatedly to give up massive amounts of land for peace. The Arabs don't want peace. Hamas and the Palestinians don't want peace. They want the annihilation of the Jewish people. And it completely blows my mind that the people who have no problem calling everyone a fucking Nazi over the last 10 years are now protesting in favor of the people who want to unalive every Jew on earth. So that's just another take on what I played. Like I said, this is nothing personal against Mushir or the people of Palestine. That is just one side of the propaganda. So that's one side's account of history. If anybody would like to come on and show a different side on another day, you're more than welcome to. We'll just call this part one. And I want to say thank you to Mashir for giving us perspective, and I welcome him back, as well as anybody else that is in Palestine or in those areas that would like to shed some a different perspective of this whole situation. At home, cafe, It's a single night to the bad guy. Come on. The last time you're going to see a bad guy like this again, let me tell you.